here I am, everybody, with the amazing Radley Valentine, who I was lucky enough to get to know a little bit back in the day when we both used to work with the uh, Oracle Queen of the olden days, Doreen Virtue. And uh, I was lucky enough to meet Radley a couple of times, and I wanted to talk about Oracle cards this week, so I thought, well, I know who to ask about Oracle cards. It's Radley Valentine. So for those of you who don't know Radley, let me just tell you a little tiny bit about him. So Radley, the one thing is that he loves to tell everyone is he used to be an accountant. Now he works with Oracle cards. So Radley Valentine is an internationally renowned speaker, author, spiritual spiritual intuitive radio show host and a recovering certified public accountant how's the recovery going radley is it okay yeah it's it's going really really well i haven't <laughs> relapsed at all <laughs> do you still do your own accounts I, I i somewhat i do my own personal accounts but the company it became too much so i have someone else who's doing it now Okay. And so um, for those of you who are watching this on Zoom or on Facebook, behind us, we can see lots of beautiful cars that uh, Radley has produced over the years. Um, how many decks have you done now, Radley? Um, the ninth one comes out in October. And, and what is that going to be? That's called Archangel Michael Sword of Light Oracle Cards. And then I have a 10th deck coming out in 2023, an 11th deck coming out in 2024, and a 12th deck coming out in 2025. Wow. So and do you think you'll just keep going as long as Hay House keep publishing them? Um, I, th I, I kind of think so. I might slow down. I mean, it's like that's, you know, that's, you know, nine decks since 2014 plus three books is plus all the video courses is kind of a lot. So I could envision this world where I slowed down and I just did one deck every couple of years or something. But yeah. then I don't I can't I don't envision stopping stopping. Right. So I am desperate to ask you just a little tiny bit about Dorian Virtue. Do you have an official line that you give people? Because I did, wrote one book with her and everybody used to ask me about Doreen. Do you have a mm -hmm. Do you ever like a, a cure-all line that you, you can say about Doreen? Um, I, I, I think that for people who are continue to be distressed, uh, what I basically say is that uh, Doreen is a really good antenna. And she had her radio station set on one dial for a really long time and for her own personal reasons she changed the station but it doesn't make what came through the radio metaphorically speaking any less beautiful music just because she doesn't listen to that station anymore okay well you know what funnily enough Radley I actually found that a bit healing myself <laughs> no, really I did because I suppose I don't even realize that I was a bit you know freaked out by the whole thing okay interesting yeah well I, I think if we learned I think if we as a collective learned anything from that whole scenario what we learned was not to give your power to any particular spiritual teacher do yeah. not put them on pedestals I don't want to be on a pedestal I'm afraid of heights so <laughs> don't you know it's like 
do not give your power away to spiritual teachers. Spiritual teachers should be somebody you take the walk with, not somebody that you are bowing to behind. Yeah, yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, Doreen Virtue back in the day was the absolute <clears throat> queen of Oracle cards. She sold millions and millions and millions of decks, and then she just gave it all away, sort of almost, it felt like overnight. And while I had written one book with her and slightly got to know her, Radley had written loads and toured the world and so on. But you've now completely moved on from that. And I probably shouldn't even ask you about it, but it's just it's the first time I've actually had, it, had Radley in front of me like this since it all blew up. And um, so, no, that's actually, I like that idea because it was hard for a lot of people, even for me. So, yeah. Well, and it's still hard for some people. Some right. people are still, still challenged by it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, one thing we can say is you learned how to uh, work with the angels and do oracle cards from the best. You know, <laughs> you, you feel like you were, you know, you you had a pretty good grounding in what you're doing now. Yeah, I I do. I mean, it's like the thing about some of the work that I did with her was that. Like, for example, the tarot decks, it's like Dory didn't know anything about tarot. I yeah. mean, she just put her name on it, which was fine. It was a win-win for, for, for both of us. It was a total win-win for both of us. But she didn't, she, it was easy for me to reclaim my material because yeah. it was my material. And I think the same is true for you. I and, know. <laughs> and, you know, and Yasmin, we were the two, we were the only two lucky ones. You know, it's like other, because the other co-authors did not get their material back. Oh. We're the only two who did. Right. So, you know, but I think your material was clearly only yours. Yeah. You know, it, it was. It and was. so, you know, and I think Hay House knew that. Yeah. So, but nevertheless. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, I do feel that I was mentored for the position that I'm in. Yeah, but, you know, exactly, you know, exactly. You know, I didn't know that it would be replace the mentor, but, you know, I thought it was just go off on my own little direction, but that's fine. I've been yeah. totally happy to, yeah. we've, we've tried to be a safe harbor for the people who were wounded. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't actually intend to ask you that, Radley. It literally came into my it's head okay. as soon as we like, get record. So you know, thank you. Thank you. Th this is the best. The best interviews are the ones that just go where they go. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now, though, I would like to ask you something completely different. Let's okay. talk about angels and yeah. oracle cards. Yes. Like, for a start, are you more into angels or more into oracle cards or is it, is it both or where are you on that? You know, it's, it's, if, if you, if I had to answer that question, if I had to, then I would let angels inch it out. But the fact of the matter is my very first angel teacher was a woman named Carla that I found on in an AOL chat room. All right. I mean, this was way pre-Doreen or John Holland as my teachers. It was like, and Carla loved angels and she loved tarot cards. Okay. And so that's how I found tarot cards was through Carla. And so while a lot of people back then thought those were strange bedfellows, to me, they were introduced into my life together. And so... I, I love both. Um, I, I love both a lot. 
Um, so it's, it's a little bit like picking your favorite child. Yeah. But it's easy for you, not yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can your favorite dog or something. Right. Yeah, you, so, you have dogs, don't you? So it's, 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 I, if I were forced for some crazy reason to drop one of them, which would never happen, I would, I would probably pick angels, but I, I love both. Hmm. Right. And so one thing that I did uh, with angels back in the day was uh, going through all the different, the 15 archangels by mm -hmm. name and yeah. aligning them with the, the astrology signs and so yes, on. Yes, Mm -hmm. A whole story in itself of how that came to be. But do you work with them to that level of the different angels? Because I used to find that a lot of people don't. A lot of people just kind of work with angels in general, or maybe it's sort of it's become more and more refined that, you know, do you think we should be doing that? Is it good to be, oh, I'm going to ask Archangel Ariel about this, I'm going to ask Jophiel about this, or do you think just ask the angels? I, I think it's a I I always tell my students that it's intention, intention, intention. The universe will speak to you in whatever language of the divine you choose. Just tell it and it will speak to you that way. So there are people who do angels. I have a tendency to teach the 15 archangels. I channel them. So I, over the last year, I've become way more familiar with the, with the major archangels than I even was before because you know there was a tendency to a little bit water down the archangels in yeah. the past. Uh, and so once I started like really doing all the research and really doing and doing the channeling and stuff, the archangels really presented themselves to me in a way more bold, way more poignant um, way. And it was a little bit different than I expected. You know, when you are told that Archangel Shamuel can help you find your lost car keys, that's great. But my car keys weren't lost. And so I wasn't yeah. talking to Shamuel all that much. But then when you do the research and you see that Archangel Shamuel is the Archangel of personal and global peace mm. and is basically like the angelic uh, therapist counselor of the Archangel realm, then it's like, oh, wait a minute. This is a whole other thing. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree more. I get that. I yeah, couldn't get that. So I, I love teaching the 15 archangels, but I'm also a major proponent of guardian angels. I am, okay. I'm a big proponent of guardian angels. And so I teach a lot about that as well. Um, uh, and, you know, and it's like in my classes, I tend to like take people through a meditation where they get to meet all the 15 archangels and then ask them afterwards, which one really stood out to you? You know, it's just a way of, of like doing Archangel Kindergarten. It's yeah. like, which teacher waved their hand at you and start yeah. there? So just to back up with something you just said, uh, hello, channeling Archangels. Yes. Did that, did that happen spontaneously or did you say, right, now I'm going to learn how to do this? It did. It actually sort of happened spontaneously. I did a mastermind group with a very small group of people who wanted, uh, it was a weekend event about Archangels. And um, someone in the group asked me about channeling. And I said, well, you know, it's like, I haven't done this in years. And, but I went ahead and did it. And it was just sort of like mind blowing. My students were like falling out of their chairs. And I was like, okay. It came right. out of your mouth or automatically? Yeah, it just, came, it just came right out of my mouth. Wow. And it was just, I just did not 
expect what I said. I did not expect the message. And so it was, it was, it was like, okay, this is a real thing. I need to like really like throw myself into it. And so I did, I threw myself into it for 12 months and, and it, it was, it's, it was, it has been really amazing, really heart touching for me and, and helpful to other people. So um, I'm, I'm glad it came into my life. And I mean, I know it's probably the same as for everybody when they channel, but so are you aware of like, you're still Radley, but you yes. just have the words coming out of your mouth? Yes. Is that how it exactly. feels? Yeah. I will tell you this. I don't like, I don't like what my face looks like when I'm doing it. Oh. So, so it's like, I'm almost like tempted to like turn the camera off when I do it because my face gets, I just get kind of like this and I just don't like it. <laughs> my okay. face hurts, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, that just makes me look like I need a facelift. So <laughs> I, I don't want anyone to see that. Right. Oh, there you go. Ego aside. It's, yeah, that totally. Is. It's just but, yeah. totally it's gay vanity. It's what it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> darling, it's just vanity. That's the face that we've all Period, got. It, yes, right. <laughs> so, okay. So one thing I'd like to ask you as well is that what you might not know about Radley is that he's also into astrology. And um, so I was wondering, when you were saying you're really into guardian angels, we are going yes. to talk about oracle cards eventually, but I just want a few angel questions. I'm actually feeling the angels really strongly in my life at the moment. It's like I can't stop talking about them. I can't stop reading about them. I'm, this is like the third podcast we've done about angels in about the last sort of five, six weeks. Um, so I think they want to be heard here. But I'm curious to know, so you say you're really a big proponent of or believer in uh, of guardian angels. Yes. So what I'm wondering is this, being an astrologer, you are, you like me, you have a, 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 a view, a universal view. So one of the things about being into astrology is you're constantly thinking about the planet Mars or the planet Venus or the sun or you know, you're at least thinking about the solar system, which makes your brain, you know, a bit different from people who just have a normal life here on Earth. So, <laughs> okay. So that said, if there are beings on Venus, say, or on Mars, do you think they all have guardian angels as well? Yes, I do. Right. So it's like for every sort of being, there are angels around them. I, so here, here's my take on this. Okay. We, as, we as human beings have a tendency to humanize the divine. We, we want to say that the divine can get mad and that the divine can judge us and the divine can, like, that the divine is limited in some way. And, you know, it makes me insane when people say things like, Archangel Michael is too busy to talk to you. You need to talk to your guardian angels. That just makes me, my brain explode. Yeah. Because our, archangels, angels in general are omnipresent. They can be everywhere at once. <clears throat> And when we say things like that, when we limit the divine and limit the, the messengers of the divine, what we are doing is basically putting God in a box and God doesn't fit in a box. And so I believe that the divine is far grander and greater and bigger and more amazing than we have any ability to comprehend yeah. in our little bodies while the veil is down and we are stuck on this side of that veil. And in truth, I believe that all 
souls, all entities are protected in some form or fashion or guided or guarded or walked with it by the angels. And, and that's just a part, that's just part of the plan. It's just part of the way everything works. And I am a big proponent of guardian angels because while the archangels are fantastic and we as human beings, again, humanizing, we love that whole concept that Archangel Michael is about safety and protection. Archangel Gabriel is motivation, creativity, and communication. Archangel Uriel is epiphany, emotional healing, and life transformation. We love that because we love putting things in categories on, on planet Earth. We love it. The thing about guardian angels is that they are with you 24-7. They are committed and devoted entirely to you and no one else but you. They have been through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime with you. They know things about you you don't know because you don't remember because memory is blocked. And, and that makes them the consummate, unconditionally loving friend in our circle and they're there. And why would you not avail yourself of that? Hmm. That's my soapbox. No, it's beautiful. <laughs> I just want to let it land a bit. It's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely. So, okay. And this is not meant to be all about angels. I'm going to have one more question. How many guardian angels do we all have? The same amount? You know, no, I think I think I have yet to see people have more than two. This can be controversial in organized religions. Organized religions also tend to believe in angels, and they they have a thing about there being one. There's a particular angel teacher who I like very much, but she's just determined that you only have one. I I do I've never seen less than two with people. You can see more than that sometimes, and um, maybe, you know, theoretically, if I see two, I'm seeing multi facets of just the one. I don't think it matters. I mean, it's potato, potato. It really just sort of is. It's like you have the protection that you have that is presenting itself to you in a way in which you can embrace it and accept it. So if, 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 you, if you've done the work and you envision your guardian angels as being big and white and fluffy with big white wings and halos, that's how they'll present themselves to you. If you're a trucker and your guardian angel's name is Butch and he looks like another trucker, that's just Butch presenting himself in a vision, in a format, in a way in which that the, the human being can embrace. Yeah. And you, you see them with your eyes or you see them when you're with your eyes closed? I see them with my, well, it's like, it's the mind's eye. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's, and for, I'm clear cognizant actually. So it's, for me, it's about knowing. It's just that the human being, the human race really loves vision. They really love the concept of seeing clairvoyance has become the overall term for psychic abilities when it's yeah. just one element of it. And so I technically, I know what's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was all just a, a way of talking about angels because so many of Radley's cards are about angels. But what I also really wanted to ask you about today, Radley, is do you believe that this idea, which I do believe this, and I'm I'm working on something about this coming up, but do you believe that 
you could use Oracle cards to change your life. Yeah, totally, for sure. Because, I mean, yeah, yeah, go on. No, I mean, it's like the way that I perceive Oracle cards and tarot cards, which to me, they're just different birds of a feather. I mean, it's like they're, they're, you know, it's like I try to get people to understand that if you can read Oracle cards, you can read tarot cards, you can just read the tarot cards the same as you read the Oracle cards and let yourself learn over time the, the more depth and complexity that can come from tarot cards, that you don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But what I tell people is that tarot and oracle cards are what I call languages of the divine. There are ways to, to connect with the divine. There are ways really and literally to connect with the divinity that is within you and then in that connection. And so <clears throat> um, I tell people that it's like a beautiful forest that has a well-worn path that goes through okay. it. And that well-worn path is the hundreds of millions of people over the last 600 years who have used tarot. And they have worn this path through the forest to the divine. And because so many people have put their hearts and souls into it, it is, a, it is an easier path. There is more than one easier path. Astrology is what, 2,000, 3,000 years old, something yep. like that? Yep. The I Ching, just as old, you know, and it's like, so there are other paths, but it's this, it's, we are drawn to the thing that makes our hearts sing. Yeah. And so whichever methodology that is, but tarot and oracle cards can give you information. They can give you insight into yourself and into your own actions, into your own um, uh, motivations that maybe you don't see. And I always well, tell you my don't students, want to see. Oh, what you want to see. No, I always tell no my but sometimes you don't want to see it. And it's like, face it. Face it. And, and I agree with that. And the more you work with the cards, the easier it is to do that. Because the more you work with the cards, what I always tell my students is that nothing in a card reading is faded. It is merely the direction that you are headed in. If you don't like the direction, change it. The cards can help you <coughs> to know how to change the direction that you are headed. But it's merely about getting insight into where the energy is flowing so that you can make some decisions about I like this energy or I don't. And yeah. even if you can't change the direction of the energy, you can at least become prepared. So, so what about that time when there was this guy that I really fancied and uh, <laughs> I, I took the tarot and I got the three of swords and it was all true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's heartbreak. That's sorrow. Yeah. You know? So. And I suppose um, the answer would have been, well, maybe you should stop being interested in him because you already know this on one level. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was very confronting. So do you still use tarot, even though you've got your own eight or nine Oracle card? decks i mean i know including tarot but do you still use like rider weight or any of those cards no i don't use anybody's decks other than mine i yeah. i just don't anymore because part of i mean rider weight was and and you know i i prefer to call it weight smith uh, because the Wade artist smith. was pamela yep. coleman yep. smith yep. and but uh, you know it was monumental in its construction and for its time 
Um, however, it's uh, 2022 and we don't need some guy laying face down in a pool of blood with 10 swords in his back just to tell us that a situation has become completed. Yeah. That is a language from 600 years ago when people were illiterate, when things were really rough, it was difficult to be alive on the planet Earth, and people kind of needed that intensity. They needed the death card with someone cutting people's heads off in the field. We don't need that. I mean, and in fact, it's in my opinion, it's detrimental to us. All it does is scare us, scare our clients if we're doing readings for somebody else. There are softer ways and more life-affirming and divine ways to tell that same story. And in fact, in one of my decks, uh, my, my version of the Ten of Swords, which I just described to you, face down, pool of blood, blah, 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 is a ballerina who is standing on a stage. She's taking her final bow. Ah. And on either side of the curtains are swans, a.k.a. swan song. Ah. And so it said the same thing. Which said, is that? It, that's Archangel Power Tarot cards. It says the same thing. Yeah. It says this situation is over. I am taking a bow. It is time to go. So but one it, thing I've always wrestled with using your cards yes. um, is if I get, you know, <clears throat> say that card. Okay. If I get that card then I think, okay, which card is that in tarot, you know? And then I'm like, oh, no, it's the Ten of Swords. Or, like, <laughs> well, that, I, I, is that not what you meant to do? No, it is not what I meant to do. And, and it's like I hear this from people who, you know, who grew up with Wade Smith, and that's great, that's fine. People, you know, people do do a translation in their minds until they don't need to do the translation in their minds anymore because they've used my decks so long that they don't need to. But on, in honesty, Yasmin, I mean, part of what my, my, my job here in this lifetime has been to do is to bring tarot to people who are too afraid of tarot. They didn't, they didn't take Wade Smith. They, they never touched that. That scared the heck out of them. Right. Because the only time they ever saw it was on TV and movies, and the only card they ever pulled was the death card yeah. or the tower. Exactly. Right? So true. Right? And yeah. so it's like they people like that just threw those cards away. Yeah. So, you know, yes, I have people who used to read Wade Smith, and they like what I do, but I have, I have a lot of people who are like, I was always afraid of tarot, but now I'm not. Well, Doreen Virtue used to rip the nasty cards out up didn't she and throw them out of the deck i think her major arcana only had like yeah. 13 out of 22 cards and I mean, what would your first teacher the one you said you found on an internet forum what would she think of what you're saying was she really straight tarot and she'd be horrified or are you still no 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 or? she 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 actually made her own deck of tarot cards oh. that were just i mean they were just cut out of paper right they were just cut out of paper but she drew her own. So, you know, I hadn't actually even thought about it till you just asked me that question. But <laughs> wow, what a foreshadowing, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So I'm just curious to know, Radley, I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but how often do you do, um, how often do you draw cards for yourself, number one? And, and do you do like an annual spread for yourself or do you do a monthly spread or do you just do them when you feel like it? I just do them when I feel like it. Um, you know, it's like, because I'm throwing cards constantly. 
I've got you know my environment, my energetic weather reports, which are weekly. I've got I do cards of the day on Facebook. I do uh, the uh, rad scopes, which are the the view ahead for the month by astrological sign. I'm constantly throwing cards. So um, I just did us a card actually for me. Let Bradley talk. A time to give rather than take. Oh. <laughs> You're hilarious. But, but, you know, it's like I throw them when I need to. I throw them when I have a concern or when I'm trying to, like, figure out what the perfect, what the correct action is to take. And so I know you just moved to California, which is I did. Yes. fun. Um, did you do cards on that before you did it? Oh, yeah, totally. And yeah, they said, totally. go for it or it's going to be yeah, tricky? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was Ten of Water. Oh, Okay. So, yeah, so, you know, that's a family with a house and a rainbow over it. I mean, it's kind of specific. I think I got the sun one time when I asked about it. And, you know, and, and beyond that, it's like the universe guides us. And our move cross country was literally like laid out for us. It, it was just like, if, if I told you the whole story, which would take way too long, <clears throat> you would be astonished because it's 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 just it's just not likely that that stuff could have happened. Can you give we us were, a little a little vignette sort of thing? Sure. So um, so the neighborhood that we we live in, we we were first in this neighborhood in 2014. It was two model homes and a lot of dirt, and they gave us um, this big brochure that was all the floor plans and all the stuff. And we had written down our notes and I kept it. I never got rid of it. And then in, in 2021, uh, we found out Lee could transfer. And so I looked up which realtors were working this neighborhood, found the one that had sold the most homes, gave the number to Lee, Lee called him. And he said that very floor plan of that very house that you wanted <laughs> is available for sale. It is a secret. It's called a pocket listing. Wow. Nobody knows it's for sale, but I can get you in touch with us. We didn't have to, there was no bidding wars. There was no nothing. We just got the house and it was the very one that we had wanted in 2014. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So I have to ask, how far are you from LA if you want to pop into LA? Yeah, I'm about two. I'm about two hours, two two and a half hours. North or south or? It would be west for me. Oh, so you're inland. Yes. yes. Oh wow, California is bigger than I thought. Okay. Oh, California is the sixth largest economy in the world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm going to ask you now a slightly mundane question but I, I just want to get your take on it when you're doing okay. oracle cards yes. just say you know the cards say something you don't really like I don't you know just like <laughs> you want to buy a car and the cards say me I'm not really sure about that car what do you do do you just ignore it do you just do you go well maybe they think about it how do you handle that um so in the example that you gave me, something that is, that's, you know, buying a car is not earth shattering. Yeah. So it's like, what I would do is I would leave that card out that basically kind of said meh or no, you know, like, for example, 
you know, five of swords, seven of swords. These are cards that would say, do not buy this car, right? So I would then say, well, tell me why. And I would shuffle the cards again, and I would do a three-card spread underneath that card and go, just explain to me why. What is it? Is it a bad investment? Is it, is it not what it appears to be? Is it that I will... I will stop be I will not be enamored with it once I own it. Um, you know, I would ask for why. Um, there has been a time in my life where I pulled a card and I didn't like it. And like so many people, I put it back <laughs> quickly <laughs> and shuffled again. Ironically, it was three of swords. Ah. And I shuffled, shuffled, shuffled again, and I got three of swords again. Mm, oh wow and then I so I put it back and I walked away and the next morning I shuffle 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 and I got three of swords again oh my god okay which is you know it's like so eventually the message is you can't escape this yeah this is this is where you are headed there are some things about life like mortality that also cannot be and can't can't be avoided right it's like for me in that situation it was about my mother and she had a heart attack the next week. And oh, three, of, three of Swords is a card that's health yeah. meaning needs a heart attack. With a heart, yeah, right well, on. Right? And so it's like, I wound up being grateful because it's like, I knew that this was, it was like, okay, this might be coming and I might need to get my butt on a plane and head to Knoxville, Tennessee and be there with my mom. And I was available and ready and knew it was, and. And I got to spend time with her instead of not getting to spend time with her. Yeah, yeah. And so when you're doing the cards, especially with your mm. cards, because they're angel cards, what, yes. what do you feel is coming through? Is it your higher self or the angels or the angels guiding your higher self or your higher self guiding the angels? What do you, how do you see that as coming out? I, I think that when a card deck is, is designed with angelic energy in it, You've got angels coming through to guide you. That's that's how I perceive it. I think my my inner guidance is is present for that. But I think that the whole point of that was to basically say it's like I want these messengers of the divine to mix with my inner guidance and tell me what is the the best thing for me to do. Um, and you know, it's like I have one deck that's not angels. It's right there. And it's called mm-hmm. Fairy Tarot Cards. Oh, and, yes. You know, and so that's yeah. more of an elemental fairy kind of energy, um, which is very different than angelic energy. Mm. Um, but I think that if you design a, an, a, any kind of oracle card or tarot deck to be aligned with a particular mystical energy, then that is the energy that you are asking to be of assistance to you. All right. So just to finish up, tell us about this next deck that's coming out uh, in October. So I'm super excited about it. It's called Archangel Michael's Sword of Light Oracle Cards. Um, This was a big, big dream for me um, because the artist's name is Echo Chernik. Uh, She is beyond words fabulous artist just beyond words and I have been in pursuit of her for years and she just would never say yes and do we know why she wouldn't say yes I think she was too busy 
because uh, she is very successful. She's very busy. I think, and she, she and I have not talked about this, but I've kind of wondered if because of uh, COVID, of the pandemic, she found herself suddenly with available time. And wow. I was asking at that moment. And so that's how I got her. But I literally, I think I embarrassed Hay House because I was so gobsmacked that I was just goo-goo in my first <laughs> meeting with her. I just couldn't stop gushing. Oh, how <laughs> but it is stunningly beautiful. It is about, it's about Archangel Michael and it's about all the elements of Archangel Michael and all the different ways that he can show up in our lives and all the different kinds of appearances that Archangel Michael can have. And the artwork is just stunning. It comes out October 11th. And so tell me just two different cards. What's in that deck with all, because it's interesting, like I'm quite into the whole Indian story. And mm -hmm. when you say, for example, the goddess Lakshmi, who's the goddess of love amongst other things, you know, there's the different faces of Lakshmi's. So <clears> I didn't know that you could kind of do that with the, uh, the archangels. The archangels, like your guardian angels, present themselves to you in a way in which you can embrace the message. Archangel Michael is traditionally shown as this beefy, brawny guy with long blonde hair and white face, blue eyes, all of that. Well, that's very nice if you're white and <laughs> a Caucasian. I mean, Right. It's like that's not the only version of Archangel Michael. So we have a black Archangel Michael. We have a fierce Latinx ah. female Archangel Michael. We have oh. we have all of the we have both genders. We even have a non-binary Archangel Michael. Amazing. We have Archangel Michael in all of these different forms and colors showing that here are all the different ways that Archangel Michael can present himself. Uh, we do have blonde, hunky Archangel Michael, of course, but it's like, it's meant to, and there's an Indian Archangel Michael in the deck. Ah. It's, like it's meant to be like, see, it's not just the one way. Archangel Michael is the Archangel of Earth for seven and a half billion people. It is illogical and cray-cray to think that he only can show up in one appearance yeah amazing all right well i think um you know let's just tell people where they can find you online <clears throat> radleyvalentine.com is the source of all directions facebook instagram my school rad academy everything can be found there and lastly when are you coming to london to see us Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's like, when is the world going to right itself? I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, right? It's like my, I heard from some people I know who said they're in Europe right now. And I'm like, I wonder what that's like. Because mm. right now, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't, I can't envision crossing the ocean just yet. I Not want the yet. world to be okay. a little well, bit maybe more maybe next year. Maybe next year, yeah. All right, okay. Well, enjoy California. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Radley. Looking forward to your deck. Like, I can't wait to see that deck now. All those, how many decks, how many cards is it? Do you remember? Is it 44? It's 44. That one's 44 because it's an oracle card. So deck. it's basically 44 faces of Archangel Michael. Yes, it is. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, everybody, go and find Radley online if you haven't already. He uh, does absolutely tons of stuff and it's all brilliant. So thank you so much, Radley. You're quite welcome.